Welcome to the Lion's Tribe. I am Pastor Jimmy Odukoya. I pray this episode blesses you and it reminds you to become the lion that God has called you to be. Be blessed. We welcome you in this place, Holy Spirit. For you know the needs of everyone in this place. Father, they have come with an expectation. And Father, I ask you specially that everyone who has come to the measure of the expectation, they shall be filled. I ask you specially, sweet Jesus, that no one returns the same way they came. Father, these ones could be anywhere. They could be anywhere right now, but they've chose to come here this morning to be with you. Father, I ask that you meet them at the point of their needs. You know, when God wants to do something special, he doesn't need a lot of people. Because there's always a remnant. I'm reminded of the story of Gideon when he would go and he, he first, the Lord told Gideon, he said, your armies, there's still too many. He said, those who go to the stream and they lap like dogs. Those are the ones that you will take. And watch the army go from over 300,000 to 300. You see, sometimes when God wants to do something big, he uses a remnant. And I speak prophetically today that those in this place are the remnant. You see, he does it in such a way so that no one can take the glory. They will not say it's because of their size or their skill or their connection. But it's because their hearts were turned towards God and their desperation. He said, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. I pray specially today for your cup to overflow. Hmm. So, when you walk into a restaurant, you go in with expectation, you are hungry, right? And because you are hungry, you go in and you place a demand because your hunger needs to be filled. This is a hungry set of people. I can feel the hunger. Jesus was walking. He was going to the house of Jairus, I believe, and he was going somewhere. But there was somebody who had made up in her mind that if only I could touch the hem of his garment. She did not ask anybody. There was no conversation. There was no backing. There was no family. There was no service. But she made up in her mind that today was the day she was going to get her healing. She did not ask for permission. She did not seek an invitation. But she had desperation. And Jesus is walking. And he's going somewhere. And she finds a way through the crowd to touch the hem of his garment and Jesus stops and he asks the question he said who touched me <laughs> I, 
And to his disciples, it did not make any sense because there were so many people around him. He says, Master, how can you ask who touched you? Can you not see? He said, no, power left me. Today in this place, we will touch the hem of his garment. Because we are placing a demand and power must flow. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is not about talk. But it's about power. Lift up your hands. Let's go into a time of worship. Let's go into a time of worship. I have no idea what God is going to do, but I feel he's going to do something special. Open up your mouth right now and begin to talk to your father. Imbranda Boshinda Yarabo Sanda Yaraba Kandi Araboshi. Yeah, 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 yeah,
can do what no man can do Jehovah one second one second hold on 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 we're about to do that song but I want you to do it with intentionality the Bible speaks about is staring in the pool listen to me by the pool of Bethesda there was a certain time that the pool was stared. And when the pool was stared, anyone who jumped in the pool received what they were looking for. Now, hear me prophetically. It is 10, 11 a.m. On the 21st of September, the pool is open. There is a staring in the spirit. Now for the next five minutes, I stopped him for a reason. Because we are going to envision whatever the situation is. Listen, as long as it has a name, it qualifies. Is it sickness? Is it poverty? Is it depression? Is it curses? Is it shame? Is it failure? Is it addiction? Whatever it is, it has a name. And the last I checked, the Bible says, at the mention of this name, there is a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of this name, Every knee. It is not a question or a suggestion. It is a fact. Every knee must, not can, not shall, not if they choose to, every knee must bow. So whatever that thing is, I want you to bring it to the forefront of your mind. And I want you to envision as the song is singing that the pool is open. And the pool is being stared. See, can I advise you, forget about whoever is on the left or the right of you. They do not know the situation or the circumstance that you are in. They cannot help you. So do not concern yourself with what they think about you. It's not about them. It's about you. Make up in your mind that you are jumping in the pool. And watch what God is about to do. Today will be a bookmark in the history of your life. Where you will say, this was the day I met with God. Are you ready? Bring it to the forefront. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. Today is the day where I get my healing. I have tried all I know to do. I have gone to doctors. I have talked to people. Now I am touching the hem and today I will be made whole. 
Are you ready? Only you can do what no man can do, Jehovah. Only you can do what no man can do. Only you can do what no man can do, Jehovah.
If you need healing in this place, put your hand up right now. If you need healing, 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 the great healer is in this place. The great healer is in this place. The great healer is in this place. Spirit of the living God. I sent my word, this is Jesus, and healed your disease. <laughs> I am the Lord, your healer. I am the Lord, that he let you. I am the Lord, your healer. <laughs> I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. Wherever you need healing, put your hand on that part of your body. If it's in your mind, put it on your head. If it's in your body, put it on your body. The Bible says that he was broken and bruised and beaten. And his chastisement of our peace was upon him. That means we must have peace. Somebody has paid the ultimate price for our peace. So everyone under the sound of my voice, I prophesy peace into your life. come against doubt, worry, or fear, or anxiety, or depression, I speak peace. In the middle of the storm, when Jesus was woken up, he did not address the waves, he just spoke peace. He said, peace, be still. In every area of your life, I prophesy peace. In the name of Jesus. Now, any infirmity, he was beaten and broken. 39 lashes. I hear that there are 39 different categories of diseases. For every category, he bore it. I don't need to know the name, I don't know what the doctors are saying. But I know the great physician. For those here, for those standing in the gap for somebody, the centurion said, Suffer it not that you come to my house, but all you have to do is speak a word, and I know that my servant will be made whole. Father, we cannot do anything but through you. So, Father, we send your word to that, to that infirmity, to that ailment, down to the cells, down to the veins, down to the nerves, down to the nervous system, wherever it needs to go, sharper than any two-edged sword. I decree and declare, I speak life. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because the economy is not our source. The beautiful thing about Jesus is a little in his hand. A little in his hand. Is a multitude. <laughs> he took five loaves of bread and two fish and he fed over 8,000 people. Do not despise what is in your hand. Remember the story of the widow? Didn't have enough. Elijah says, Bake me what you have left. <laughs> and then he told her to go and get jars. And it was empty. But he said, Borrow and continue to pour. As long as you pour. As long as you pour. I said it to them on Sunday. I'll say it to you now. You may not see the wind. You may not see the rain. But your valleys will be filled with water. (laughs) I'll say it again. You may not see the wind. There might be no sign that anything is about to change. It might look like everything is staying the same. Status quo. Same thing, same time, same place you were last year. It seems like the year will end the same way. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. When you take stock of your life, December 31st, 2023, people will ask you how. (laughs) they'll say is it not this person that we know do we not know his household was he not here before how is listen you may not see the wind you may not see the rain but your valleys will be filled with water The Lord will make you a sign. He will make you a sign. Say a light that is hid, that is lit cannot be hidden under a bushel. You don't light a candle and put it under a bushel. Your light will shine. Where they have purpose that your light will not shine. The Bible says, why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The rulers of the world, they come, they sit and they gather. See, the Bible says, surely they will gather. It's not a question of if they will gather. Surely they will gather. But if the garden is not of him. (laughs) If they bless you, they are blessed. But if they curse you, they are cursed. If they have purposed in themselves that they will be the stumbling block to dim your lights. The Bible says he prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Listen to your God. He will not destroy them. He will keep them so they can see your advancements. 
in the presence of your enemies, which means they will be at a table, but they will be rendered useless. And with their eyes, they will see. With their ears, they will hear what God has done in and through you. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. The Bible says whatever we bind on earth, whatever we loose on earth, so we decree it so. And because we decree it, it is so. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, choir. Thank you very much. If you believe that God has already done what he set out to do, give God a shout of hallelujah. On Sunday, we talked about Joshua. And let's put Joshua on the, on the, on the screen. Joshua 1. And it's an interesting time because the Bible says that in Deuteronomy 34, Moses had died. And we open the book of Joshua and God is speaking to Joshua. I will read verse 1, I mean uh, verse 1 to 9. And then I will pick out a line that we will sit on for the next 29 minutes. And I believe that God will speak to us today. Amen. Joshua 1, chapter 1, verse 1, it says this, KJV. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Verse 3. And this is the line that we will be dwelling on today. And this is the word I believe God would have me speak to showers this morning. It says this. Every place. Every, not some places. Every place. That the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have given unto you. You see, some people don't even believe. You know, see, here's the problem. You know that half the time we pray faithless prayers. What do I mean by that? We honestly don't believe the prayers that we are praying. Do you know how I know? Because when it happens, we are surprised. Ah, God did it. That means he did not believe. I just read that God is saying that every place your foot shall tread upon, he shall give it to you for your possession. And some of you did not even have faith enough to believe it. You know why? 
Because that idea is so far. Half the time, outside preaching it, sorry, I'm just talking, yes? Half the time, we spend a lot of time telling God how big our problem is. Rather telling our problem how big our God is. So let's try this again. God would have me tell you that every place the soles of your foot shall tread upon, he shall give it to you for your possession. Okay. As I said unto Moses, let me skip to verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Listen, I've said this many times. God did not say that there would not be trouble. The presence of trouble does not indicate the absence of God. He says that he will be with us. He is our very present help in the time of trouble. Do you remember back in the day when we used to take exams in school? On test day? The teacher is in the room, but he never speaks during the test. It does not mean that he is not present. He's in the room, right? But he never speaks during the test. And for someone here, you are in the midst of a situation and you are saying, God, you are not speaking. It does not mean that he is not present. Are you hearing me? He says, I will not leave thee, neither will I forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall you divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper wheresoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and then mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Now, God knows that sometimes when he speaks things to us, it's, 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 it's too much for us to believe or understand or comprehend. And so for those who might doubt what he's saying, he comes back in verse 9 and says, Have I not commanded thee? In other words, is it not me that is telling you? Be strong and of good courage. Listen, be not afraid. You see, I reminded of the story. Remember the story when 
They had sent men to come get Elisha and Gehazi was, was, was freaking out. Do you remember that story? And he was panicking and Elisha is just chilling. Can you imagine the picture? He's just sitting, relaxing. And the servant is like, is it that we are seeing different things or you are either not all right? Because, sir, last I checked, they are coming to kill us. And he says a very simple prayer. Lord, I pray that you open his eyes so that he may see. You see, if all you see is what you see, then you are blind. (laughs) See, the things that are made come from things that are not made. The world that we see comes from the world unseen. So in other words, before it manifests in the seen world, it already exists in the unseen world. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We do not fight with them. We don't do Kung Fu and Chinese and higher. No. We command things in the spirit. Then it comes in the physical. You don't need to fight. Okay, I'm preempting myself. He says, I pray that you open their eyes so they might see. He says, because those who are with us are more than those. Look at your neighbor. Tell them I get back in. (laughs) I am not a Liverpool fan. I am not. But we never walk alone. (laughs) That's what makes sense. You are never alone. He says, am I not the one telling you? Have I not commanded thee? Do not be afraid. See, if it doesn't scare you, then it's not God. Anything that makes you comfortable, it's not God. You don't need God when you can do it. He will always put you in situations or circumstances that will force you to be dependent on him. So yes, that business proposal should scare you. Yes, that venture should scare you. Yes, yes, yes. But do not be afraid. Yes, on paper you don't qualify for that job. Yes, but the hearts of kings are in my hand. Yes. But put in your resume, do not be afraid. Let me tell you a true story. I haven't started preaching. I have 19 minutes. We're just encouraging each other. Because I've not even opened my... Anyways, true story. And I've shared it here before about some time. There was a woman who was in business. And God told her this faithful day to go to the market, to go buy materials. To go and buy materials. The only problem was she had no money. No money. Zero money. I feel like God is telling me to tell like two or three more testimonies. I don't know why. He's taking me off my course, but I'll do it anyways. People in 316 and pastors from back in the day, they know these stories, but you hear it again and it will bless you. She had no money. God said, go to the market. (laughs) 
God said, enter this place. The most expensive, you know the one that has the most expensive fabric. So the woman was happy. Hey, my customer, welcome. What would you like? God said, pick. <laughs> this, this is not African magical. You know we understand that one. No, 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 no. This is not script. This is real life. God said, pick. He said, began to pick. He said, pick as much as you need for your business. Listen, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. All and those that dwell in it. He said, pick. So the one was picking. The, 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 the woman was happy. Hey, business. My what about this one? I said, that one. That one. The woman was so happy. She packed everything, calculated everything, took it to the counter. At this point, the woman that's moving by faith, her leg is shaking. Because now, you can, the preamble, now, auntie, it's time to pay. Took it to the counter. Her legs are shaking. She's walking very slowly. Say, auntie, everything is okay. I'm just, you know, wow. Let me just look at this one again. Like, Lord, God. She calculates everything. Madam, your bill is... The woman's heart was pounding. Because how do you tell a woman? You see, he will use the foolish things of the world. It does not have to make sense. How do you feed a multitude with five loaves of bread and two fish? Sir, the math is not mathing. Five plus three is eight. Five plus two is seven. We have 8,000. It doesn't have to make sense. Your bill is right as he was about to say the bill. The woman's phone rings. She says, my dear, don't be angry. Sorry, customer, don't be angry. Please, let me just pick this call. Hello? It is her, nephew, it's her niece from America. Hello, auntie. My dear, how are you? I'm so happy. Ah, man, business is good. How are you? She says, auntie, auntie, sorry. Is there anybody in your store? Ah, is there anybody here now? I, no. Is there anybody in your store right now? Eh, yes. It's a woman. She says, the Lord said. The Lord said to tell you, auntie, that whoever is in your store, everything she has picked, I'm paying for it. And she said, hey, you see, the Bible says he knows that you have need before you know you have need of it. And he has given unto us everything pertaining to life and godliness. He has blessed us already. What is it that you are worried about? Which one of you can add a hair to your life by worry? That is the hack to live your life. God has told us. You know, the Bible says that we should labor to enter into rest. <laughs> in other words, you must walk to enter. You must labor. You must be intentional to enter into the rest he's already provided. He says very simply, he says, do not worry about your life. 
what you will eat or what you will drink. See, we are disturbing God with, with baseless, the kind of prayers that we pray. God is saying, come on, come up higher. You're asking me for food. Don't get me wrong. Listen, you only know God. You can only relate to God based on what you have experienced. So you can't know him as your provider if you have not been hungry before. Do you hear what I am saying to you? You cannot know him as your healer unless you have been sick before. You cannot know him as the glory and the lifter of your head if your head has not been downcast before. See, when they say that there is a casting down, then we will say that there is a lifting up. She says, everything in this store, until the Lord says I should pay for it. It does not have to make sense. You may not see the wind. But I know one who keeps hail. He puts hail and thunder. He stores it up for the time of war. I know one who knows how deep the depth of the sea is. You don't need to know. It's not your business. Do you know the problem? We keep carrying weights that is not meant for us to carry. He says, come unto me because my burden is easy. And my yoke is light and I will give you. Rest. Somebody say rest. This is not my sermon, by the way. I don't know where we are going, but we are going with the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you another. I mean, after all, Charles is about testimonies, right? Let's, let's testify. Another true story. A friend of ours, he grew up in this church. He was a teacher and he had saved his life savings. And all his life savings accumulated to about 7 million. That's a good amount. And he decided that he was going to go buy real estate in near um, Redeem, Redemption Camp. So he took all his money. Let's try 7 million. In this. It's not easy. If you give me 7 million, I'll pray for you and your children and your children's children. <laughs> Amen. 7 million. And he went to Redemption Camp. He got the solicitors, he got the, you know, the surveillance. They went to survey the land. But the problem was when they got there, it wasn't 7 million. The land was 70 million. So that, that's quite a disparity. You know when they tell you, but you don't, let, you don't want shame to catch you. So you just gallant. How much is it? Seven? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, no problem. 70 million. I'll be back. I'll just let me. I'll just take it. I'm coming. But he was trapped because they went there in the same car. So he just had to gallant and just stay face, you know? Oh, wow, wow, wow. How much is this? How much is 75, 70, 80, E, 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 E? And so, on his way back, it was very mellow because he was going to buy land, invest. But on the way back, driving back, he heard God very clearly. You see that 7 million? Sow it into church. You know some prayers that some time God speaks to you, bind the devil. <laughs> I bind you, that is not of God. Every familiar spirit, back to sender. Back. 
said, give it to church. After all, what is in your hand is not enough to buy what you are looking for. Listen to me. Your salary is not your source. What is in your hand is not enough to give you what you are looking for. So, he came. And he dropped the check in church. <laughs> and I, you know, Pastor Ty happens to be here. Bless him. You know, Pastor Ty must have been in the spirit that day because he said the check cleared instantly. <laughs> Pastor Ty said, ah, before they, who? You know, there are certain account balances that when he leaves your account, your accounts, your account does like this. Your account will be like, yeah, fever, <laughs> malaria, instant. Now you understand sacrificial praise. <laughs> Can we be real? I don't know why I'm, I'm just, I just feel like, I don't know why, I'm just being open with you people. I, I'm not from him. Can we be real? That sometimes you so see that you have instant chest pain. <laughs> ah, don't worry, it's coming. But do you, you realize that you cannot sow apple and expect orange? No, 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 no. See, see, see. The principles of the kingdom. You can't put a balumo in the ground and expect grapes. It doesn't work like that. See, one thing that we are not in fountain, we don't preach prosperity gospel. We don't be... Mm. The principle of the kingdom. If you want to reap in thousands, you sow in thousands. Now, but what if I don't have thousands? Listen, the widow's might. She had two. She gave one. I'm not saying give everything, but sometimes when you give, even though it might be a hundred, but God sees your heart, that one hundred can be a thousand in God's eyes. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? God told him to drop the money in the account. So he dropped it and he was lean. <laughs> Immediately, instant, instant noodles. <laughs> and he went from seven, at least 70 minus 7 is 63. At least at 63. Now he went to zero. Zero. Where do you start from? All your life savings. So it's life savings you don't have. Land. You don't have. But the problem was they had made an appointment in the future to come back and survey the land. Because they believed, the people really thought he had money. So they started calling him. The guy was rejecting call. <laughs> call, call, call. He rejects. Call, call, call. He reject. Finally, after three weeks, they're calling. He said, I will come. Because they disturbed. We keep coming. We're calling. The owner of the land was there. They kept calling him. He finally came. Now, what do you tell them? As soon as he landed, the owner said, young man, where have you been? I've been looking for you. Since the last time I saw you, I have not had peace. I could not rest. You see this land? Take it. You see this land? Take it so that I can have 
rest. The Bible says the king could not sleep because of Mordecai. The Lord troubled him. He said, you woke him up. He said, bring me the book of remembrance. Let me tell you, God has a very long memory because he keeps his promises down to the second, third, and fourth generation. Whoever needs to lose sleep on your behalf until they do what God has proposed them to do, they will not have rest. It's just testimonies we are sharing, but these are true stories. I'll tell you another one. I have like two more. Okay, I have six minutes. I can do two more. So much for my message. Can I continue? This is the message. God bless you. A friend of mine was talking to me and he was telling me this story about how he was reading a book about how God does the impossible. Um, and he was believing God to do something supernatural in his life. Now, he's doing quite well. He's in the entertainment industry. Um, but he didn't have his own house. So he was like, God, I want to buy, I want my own house. And about the time the landlord had come and decided he was going to increase the rent by 100%. You know, this country is blessed. It's the only place in the world that you pay the rent two years up front. Or three years, two years. Most other places is month by month. So you can walk and pay. Like, like this one, two years. And the landlord had increased it. But one day he was praying and the Lord, <laughs> the Lord told him to go and give his neighbor bread. 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 The Lord told him, go and give your neighbor bread. The guy said, excuse me, sir. He said, go and give your neighbor, he was an old neighbor, bread. So listen, when you hear God speak, it does not have to make sense. Understand, he says that my foolishness is higher than your wisdom. Wait, can we, can we sit there for a second? My stupidity is higher than all your intelligence put together. So therefore, it does not have, it cannot make sense to you. That's why I will use the seemingly foolish things of this world. It might seem foolish because it is so beyond your comprehension. You don't even understand what it is. But to you, it seems foolish says to the Gentiles, the cross is foolishness. It doesn't have to make sense. He told him, go and give your neighbor bread. So, my friend went to his neighbor, knocked on the door. Say, hello, sir. Say, sir, sir, I just thought there's this nice bread that I should give it to you. Ah, come me, welcome, come me, come me. Ah, I wanted to see you. You know, this country is very stressful. You know, I just came back, you know, my family is there, but, uh, and the guy said, sir, I understand, even my landlord just, just increased my rent. He said, hey. He said, you know, I was thinking that I wanted to build five townhouses. I want to build townhouses. And I was looking for somebody that I can trust. So, you know what I'm thinking? You, I like you. I like this, your bread, I can trust you. I will make you the project manager of the, of the construction. But also, I will give you one townhouse. 
and you will oversee the building of everything. He said, when the man said it to him, he was a bit confused. He couldn't understand what he was being told. So he just said, excuse me, sir. He left because he wasn't sure. Because he wasn't sure what he was hearing. And so for a week, he kind of stayed away. Then the man Yo, where have you been? We need to start planning. Because you know sometimes, it says, when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion. <laughs> hey! We were like those that dream. And then our mouths were filled with you see that mouth that you have opened to shed tears. Akanda Ibroka Sitayabrosa. Where you have sown in tears, you shall weep in joy. See, weeping endures for a night, but joy. See, as long as there is night, there must be day. Abi? Night will run its course. Day must come. So although weeping endures for a night, joy is coming in the morning. I have one more minute. Ah, I'll tell you one more testimony. So much for my Jordan process as well. Last one. And then we can go. I met a young lady at Ying, it was Ying Yang, it's a Chinese restaurant. But I remember when I walked in, I was particularly struck by how well she spoke. Very eloquent in her speech. And I'm thinking, why are you here? Great diction, great English. And I'm thinking, why are you? So I engage in a conversation. I'm like, oh, wow, you're very well spoken. She's like, thank you very much, sir. I'm like, what do you do? She's like, I went to school. This is this. Okay, great, great. I thought, okay. If I see any opportunities in the future, I think this will be very, I'll be sure to, you know, hook you up. But next time I would go, she wasn't working there anymore. So months went by. And then Discovery for Women was having a program in Unilag. And it was about that time we would have Emerge. So they had asked us to come and address the ladies to invite them to Emerge for church. And so I went with some of Pastor Tony, some of my pastors, and we went. And I was walking out of the hall, and there were these people that were selling oil, mama doll uh, oil or something. And the way they were doing it is they were frying yam. You know, it was good marketing. So as you're walking out, you smell fresh fried yam. You know, certain things that you smell, it just control you. Fresh agege bread. <laughs> Even if you're an ugly, you smell bread, you will buy Fresh popcorn, even if you fresh yam or dodo frying on the plantain. Can, can we be real? Uh, yes. So frying oil, um, um, yam at the side. Am I? Oh, people are frying, and I hear somebody saying, "Come try um, fresh yam." Da, da, da. Ah, I know this voice. Hey, ah, I said, what happened to you? She said, ah, I got sick and, um, you know, they didn't allow me, give me enough leave, so they had to find me. I said, hey, I said how are you? Da, 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 da. While I'm talking to her, I hear God say, I want you to bless her. So I call somebody and I say, give me a number. And they say 20. I say 20. Okay. 
That's not it. I called Pastor. I said, give me a number. He says, 50. I said, 50. That's still not it. I asked someone else, give me a number. This is true, true life. Yes, Pastor Tony? Uh-huh. I can't lie. I'm in the altar of God, the house of God. I cannot lie. You know, sometimes pastors will, will jig story, ah, so that I can be sweet. No, we cannot lie to the Holy Spirit. You know what happened in the Bible. Why have God lost the Holy Spirit? Sure. It will not be a portion in Jesus' name. We do not do such. 20, 50. I said, that's still not it. Somebody else, give me a number. Somebody said three. I said, 20, 53, 73. That's the number. The Lord said I should give you 73,000 naira. All of a sudden, she begins to shake. Her knees begin to shake. She begins to cry. And she falls to the ground. What happened? Ah, 73,000 is not, it's a, for some people it's a lot of money. But ah, not the one that, is everything okay? She says, last night, and she's crying. And she said, you don't understand, you don't understand. I said, help me understand. She says, last night, a landlord came to the house. I live with my mother. And told us that they were going to kick us out of the house because we could not pay our rent. And the amount that we needed to balance it is 73,000 naira. She said, I went to my room because I was so frustrated. And I removed all my clothes and I stood naked before God. And I shouted at the top of my voice, God, if you are real, if you are real, pay this money. We have tried. We have done it all. I'm tired. If you are real. And the next day, She's standing on the side, frying yam. And the funny thing about it is I really didn't want to go to Unilag. Right, Pastor Tony? Right, Pastor Bisoy? They know me. I didn't want to go. They forced me to say, you must go. Because God had already destined in time. And see, God will do whatever he needs to do to meet your need. The Bible says Jesus was traveling and he had to go to Samaria. He went out of his way and he went to stand by the well because there was an appointment in destiny between him and the Samaritan woman. Who is it that I'm talking to today? God knows what you need before you know you need it. Do you want to hear the hack for life? He says, do not worry about what you will eat or drink, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And guess what? Every other thing will be added to you. Stop chasing his hand. Chase his face. 
Don't seek his hand. Seek his face. If you draw close to me, I draw close to you. Let me show you something. Peter, come, come very quickly. He says, if you draw close to me, I will draw close to you. A lot of us, you know what we do? We are looking for God's hand. If you come see me and I give you 20,000, you will thank me. But you will go. And I will go. That's what happens when you seek his hand. He said, but if you seek my face, seek me. You see, it is, someone said something to me. He said, wealth is not the amount of money you have in your bank account. Listen, listen, listen. Wealth is not the amount of money you have in your bank account. It is who you have access to. It is who you have access to. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell in it. If you seek his face, he says, if you, if you draw close to me, I will draw close to you. Now, follow me. If you are on the pursuit of God, anywhere he goes, you are there. Anything he does, when he stops, you stop. When he moves, he moves. Guess what? After a while, because I'm so used to him being here, if I want to talk, guess who I will talk to? You know, I'm thinking that in this place, I want to do this. If I want to bless, guess who is the first person I will bless? You know, I have, listen, According to his riches and glory. His riches and glory are inexhaustible. You cannot quantify. If you can count the sand in the, uh, in sand in the beach. Or number the stars in the sky. Then you can count his You cannot measure his glory. You cannot count it. It is inexhaustible. If I want to share secrets, guess who I will share secrets with? The Bible says he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, Abraham, look, you see these people? I'm thinking of destroying them. For somebody here, God will whisper in your ears in the middle of the night. Listen, listen, listen. I hear it very clearly. Hey, he is giving you keys to the industry. He is giving you keys to the industry. When it happens, people will say, how come we didn't think about this before? But in, the, in your sleep, he will show you things. Do not worry about what, thank you, Pastor. Do not worry about what you will eat or drink. Look at the birds of the field. Look at the, the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. They do not worry about what they will eat or drink. And you know, sometimes we have to make this thing practical. Think of the local dog. 
Acha, acha, acha. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Bingo has no master. I've had dogs. Those who have dogs, we know what it means to own a dog. Vets, shorts, feed, bath, ticks, babies. We spend money. But bingo does not have a master. Bingo does not get vaccination shots. <laughs> Wait till. Bingo does not get fed three meals a day with olive oil and it doesn't have all these things, huh? Bingo is just bingoing. Abby? But somehow, bingo is eating. Bingo is living. Bingo is procreating. And their children and their children are not suffering in this same economy. Wait, oh. Human being has not eaten. Dog is eating. Somebody can be eating one girl. I say, ah, this stupid dog. Think. Bingo has eaten. Again. Look at the birds of the air or the beasts of the field. They do not worry what they will eat or what they will drink or what clothes they will wear. He said, look at the flowers and the lilies of the field. He said, in all the, Solomon in all his glory does not even compare to one of these. And yet today they are here and then we pluck it and we burn them tomorrow. Because we want to burn something, we burn all of them. And he says, if your, your heavenly father knows how to take care of bingo, we need, we need to make the word practical. If God knows how to take care of bingo, how much more you? You. You. So to enter into this rest, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then every, see, if you draw close to me, if you raise me up, then I will draw men unto you. See, this is the last thing I'm going to say. When times get tough, just praise him. Just praise him. Praise him for, listen, we call those things that are not as though they were. We do not live by faith. We live by. I mean, so we don't live by yeah, we don't live by sight. We live by faith. I don't care what he's saying. When things get tough, praise. Why? You know those singers in weddings, they found the hack. You know those, you know those um what are, what, what, what are they called? Those people that sing at weddings. No, 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 no. Not not the alagas. The band, those people that sing in the band. What happens? If they spot you, it's happened to me. I've been a victim multiple times. Shame will force you to put your hand. Because even if you didn't want to give, when they are singing your name, 
Whether you like it or not, you will not even know when they start. They'll never start to hey, hey. You ask yourself, what are you doing? Self say, don't worry, just go with it. You know why? They are singing your name. He says he inhabits the praises. He inhabits the praise. So, in other words, it is the level of your praise is where it can fit in. He, he inhabits the praises of his people. If your praise is like this, this is where God will inhabit. No wonder when David would enter into the kingdom, said he danced, he prays, till his whole clothes came out. When things get tough, praise. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing shall be added. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you that for those who are feeling weak, your strength is made perfect in their weakness. For those who are seeking wisdom, say, see, he who lacks wisdom, let him ask. We ask for wisdom. For those who need healing, we thank you that you are a healer. For those who are heavy, we thank you that you are the glory and the lifter of our heads. Father, I pray that you make our feet like hinds feet. We might be standing on the edge, but we will not fall. The mountains may be high, but we will climb higher. We may not see the wind. We may not see the rain. But Father, I ask that our valleys be filled with water. From glory to glory. From grace to grace. From strength to strength. So shall it be. In Jesus name. As you go, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his grace to shine upon you. The Lord give you a tongue that cannot be contested. The line shall fall for you in pleasant places. You shall be like a tree planted by the riverside. You shall always bring fruit in your season. The sower must always have seed. You will always have seed. And every time you sow, it will be in good soil. He will bless the works of your hands. He will cover your children and your children's children. No good thing will he withhold from you. His favor will surround you as a shield. It will protect you 
it will, it will announce you. It will separate you. It will elevate you. You will grow in favor with God and with man. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you were blessed. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And if you know a fellow lion that needs to join the tribe, please be sure. Send them this link. Share this episode. God bless you.